welcome to the inaugural episode of the Feedback Force podcast, the game analysis podcast of the End Defender community. My name is Kelso, and I guess I'm your host. Uh, with me today, we got Kyla. Hello. Say hello. Yay. Uh, we got Chris. Hi, I'm here. You're here. Awesome. And of course, we have Carl. Hello. I'd like to point out that you forgot the hashtag in front of end defenders. Ah, okay. oh, crap. Oh, uh, well, that's okay. <laughs> it's already ruined. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. <laughs> no going back now. I also forgot to say what your Twitter handles are because I'm, or Twitter or like forum things are because. Oh, we, can, we can do that at the end. Yeah, we can do that yeah. later. It's we'll totally fine. We'll advertise ourselves it's later totally on. It's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Actually, we can advertise ourselves now because we're going to do introductions so that everyone knows who we are. Um, because we don't have really a game to talk about this week. So this is a nice little substitute. So I'm going to go around and we're going to say like who we are and what do we do and what are our video game memories and what kind of games do we like. So I guess I'll start. I don't know. My name's yeah. Kelso. I, I, I like video games. Um, currently living in Seattle. Whoa. Yeah, right. Uh, studying animation, maybe for making games someday in the future. Maybe not. I haven't really decided. Um, let's see. Why am I into video games? I don't know. I guess for me, it started out as like an escapism thing when I was younger because life is not that interesting, especially like when you're in high school. And I would rather be, you know, doing magic and like hitting, hitting guys with swords Dragons always more interesting than high school. For sure. Stuff. For sure. Dragons definitely improve the experience of high school simulator. <laughs> That's like basically Persona. If my high school experience had been like Persona, oh boy. I would have so many friends and also I don't even like Persona doesn't really even have a goal. It's just like, oh no, there's a bad true. thing there's a bad thing happening. Gotta go fight monsters in this other spooky place. Although, statistically, if your high school were like Persona, you probably would have been far less likely to survive high school. That's true. That is super true. That would have been a a thing that you voted for in the yearbooks. Most (laughs) or least likely to survive. Yeah. Best Persona fusions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, dear. Was that enough of an intro? Should I talk about myself some more? I don't... Do you have any specific game memories you want to talk about? Um, I don't know. I guess my, my earliest memories were, like, of playing Super Nintendo-era platformers with my older sister, mostly watching her play them and thinking that she was so good at video games, when the reality is that we both sucked at video games because we were both very small, and little kids, little kids are just garbage at video games for the most part. I mean, little kid me beat Ocarina of Time, and big kid me looks at that like, wait, what am I doing right now? So I'm just saying, yeah. sometimes little kids can just get it. That is true. I had, I remember like in first grade, I had this one friend, his name was Felix. We, we were like besties in first grade, and he was so good at Diddy Kong Racing. Oh my gosh. I've like <laughs> never, I've never seen anyone be as good at that game as he is. And that game, that game gets really difficult, like in, in the late later races and stuff like when you have to collect all the coins and things and the boss races not not easy to win 
thing is, when you're a kid that age, you've got nothing but time and patience. So you can get really good at things. Yeah. 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 Very slowly you get good. That's true. That's how I got good at WoW. I just played it instead of doing homework. Yeah. That's okay. Who needs to do homework? I need to do homework. Kids listening to this podcast, do your homework. Stay in school. Yeah. Do your homework, stay in school, become an animator so that you can make porn like Kelso. Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) I wouldn't turn it down if it was a job offer, whatever. I was going to say, do they make animated porn, but then I remembered Japan. Yeah, the the whole country of (laughs) Japan is a thing that you just forgot about and then happened to remember. It's not all Japanese. There have been uh, non-Japanese. What was that game called? Like Lula 3D? I I like that they they have to just be classified as Japanese or non-Japanese, though. I mean, that does say something about the Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, like you have, you know, Custer's Revenge had graphic... 8-bit sex in it. Yeah. Tight. Wow. Yeah. yeah, Lula 3D, an adult adventure video game. Oh, hell. From the mid-2000s. Look it up. We're gonna play it one of these. No, we're not. We're not, no. <laughs> we're, we're uh, not playing Lula 3D. I was gonna Lula say 3D. that is a bold promise to be making. <laughs> yeah. That's like... Maybe someday down the line we can have one week where we look at sex-themed video games. Actually, that would actually be super interesting, but that's like feedback for us after dark. <laughs> Hashtag... Do we even... Do we have a rating on this podcast? I don't like, know. Are we, are we aiming for PG-13? Because we we're, we're already talking about porn, so... Uh, so... You know... Like, this is... <laughs> we have no limits here. Ooh. No, don't tell me that. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I have a tendency to wax weird sometimes. That's okay. I think the limits are like weird. common common sense limits. I don't know. Try not it to... didn't take long until we started porn. Right? <laughs> it should be less graphic than reading aloud from Fifty Shades of Grey. Alright, I'm into that. I can. That's that's a guideline I can live with. That's a pretty... yeah, alright. That's pretty forgiving. Alright, we're, we're going places, you guys. First oh, episode. Alright. <laughs> was there more that you wanted to talk about? Nah, I'm good. I'm alright. Did you talk about what kind of games you tend to prefer? Uh, I didn't, but I can. I don't like multiplayer very much. Uh, nice. Okay, I just, total loner. Oh, for sure. Like, I will... <laughs> like, I played WoW for a number of years, but that's only because I had, like, four or five IRL friends that I was playing with. Oh, uh, weird. Yeah, um, I will occasionally do like some co-op stuff with like one or two other people, but for the most part, man, I like I like lonely games. I like, you know, your Elder Scrolls, like only person running around in this vast wilderness. Hmm. Now, is this because? So I I also have this. For me, it's kind of a like control freak thing. Is that what it is for you, or do you oh. just you like the feeling of being alone in Such a game honesty. space? I just like the feeling of being alone, I think. Um, I don't know. It, it. I feel like I'm more into the game when I don't have to deal with, like, you know, noob, you got fragged. I don't know if that's what even people say, like... <laughs> because yeah, close enough. because I don't play I don't play any multiplayer games, but you know if I if, mean nobody has probably said you got fragged since about 1995, but <laughs> beside that, I mean, it's pretty similar to Elite idea. 
Elite Haxors. That was about the year 2000. I mean, that's a little Mm -hmm. bit newer. Yeah. Not by much. (laughs) I vaguely remember Elite Speak being all over over the place. I was thinking about that the other day because I was remembering the webcomic Mega Tokyo where they had. Oh my gosh, Mega Tokyo. I forget about that one. Speaking of late 90s, early Yeah. Oh boy. So. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about myself. I don't, I don't know. I can't think of anything else. Who wants to go next? I think Kyla goes next because oh. I'm pretty sure that's who you introduced. Second. That is the order that I went in. I didn't want to like, I didn't want to lock us into that order, but that now, can be now the order. That direction is officially clockwise. It is. Yes. Um, cool. Okay. <laughs> well, hopefully I won't take too long because I love talking about myself and I have a lot to say. Go for uh, it. All right. So my name's Kyla. Um, if you know of me, it might be from uh, Sean Bo's forums, or I was on, I like, guested on one of Sean Plot's uh, Fridays off. Oh, wow. Because I did his, uh, I, I, when he played Portal, which he did for two weeks, uh, I was with him while he's playing Portal. Wait, he took two weeks to get through Portal? Uh, he Portal plays one, like for eight. Portal one and two. Oh, okay. okay. I was gonna say, like, he plays for eight hours on Friday. Like that—that yeah. that sounds excessive. No, he did. He did all of Portal <laughs> one and a chunk of Portal two the first time, and then the rest of Portal. Two okay. Time. Yeah, that, that sounds. Feel better. That sounds like a decent pace. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I know both Sean Bo and Sean P because I went to grad school with them. They were the one year ahead of me. Uh, in the same graduate program for game design at USC. Uh, So before that, I went to uh, Hamilton College in New York and studied computer science and creative writing. So I've always sort of been really interested in looking into this overlap of game design and narrative and, you know, how the two mesh together and how you can use game mechanics to, to communicate story elements and sort of vice versa. Um, so that's, that's what I'm... Exactly, that's exactly what my uh, degree was supposed to be when I started college as well, computer science and creative writing. Yeah? Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I, I, went to, I went to Hamilton with, like, someone else who had, like, it was me and this one other guy who had both had this exact same like weird double major, which was the creative writing and computer science. Right. And then we both ended up going to USC for grad school in the same nice. year. And hmm. now we're both living in Seattle. So well, there you go. <laughs> so like he's become a, a close friend by dint of like we have the exact same resume. <laughs> You, they've become close friends literally by proximity. Yeah, <laughs> like we are we are sort of like the male and female version of the same person in some ways. I was gonna say you're like that study where they give companies like the same resume, but they say one of these applicants is a man and the other one's a woman. Which one's gonna get hired? This one Except... is Kyla. This one is Kyle. <laughs> Except your real life. Yeah, more or less. Also, I don't um, want to uh, interrupt too much, but also my cat is here, and I, <laughs> I, I have to say something because like that's he, a warning. I, yeah. I can't shut him up, so he yeah. might just. If you talk. hear something that sounds a little bit like a baby crying in the background, <laughs> yeah, that's also cat. really like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a baby; I just have a cat. I'll just let him. Which is vaguely similar, anyway. It it pretty much is. I'll just let him sit on me for a minute. Maybe. So, so my main interests in sort of the games that I like are games that do narrative in interesting ways or have some interest, something interesting to say about narrative or some interesting narratives in them. Um, and I really love tone in games. Like, I really love a game that, like, 
picks a very specific tone that it's going for and then like really follows through about it. Oh, that's true for me in all media, but like including games. So hmm. some of my favorites are like uh, Kentucky Route Zero and Shadow of the Colossus. And I'm really enjoying watching um, right now, mostly walking is doing Gemini Rue and I feel like they're really hitting hard on this whole noir detective tone. That, that feels pretty good. Um, and so I like, you know, in, in terms of genre, I like the RPGs and adventure games and puzzle games for the most part. But I'll, I'll play a little bit of anything if, it's, if I feel like it's got something interesting to say. Uh, game memory. So interesting, like, memory of, like, a cool thing that for games for me. Um, when I was... I had a lot of consoles when I was really little. Like, we had the Nintendo and then the Super Nintendo and then around about the Sega Genesis... I don't know, for some reason, I guess my sister and I weren't playing that many games. We just stopped having consoles. And I had, like, a Game Boy, so I played some Pokemon and, and some Legend of Zelda. But I'd, I'd sort of given up gaming as, like, a part of my identity. I was more into writing. I was like, I'm going to be an author when I grow up, for sure. And then when I was... For my 16th birthday, I got a PlayStation 2. And that Christmas, I got uh, Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy X for Christmas. And I played them, and all of a sudden, it was like like a little like light went on in my brain. I was like, oh, games do storytelling now. Because the last I had seen of story in games, it was, you know, like Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, <laughs> or like, like, collect all the bananas, it's Donkey Kong now. Yeah, like... exactly. And even, like, even though the Legend of Zelda games that I had for Game Boy have a little bit more story, it's such a, like, a rote narrative. Even back then, mm -hmm. it was, like, already so common that, like, it, it might as well not even have been there. And all of a sudden, like, Final Fantasy X has this thing where it starts in media res, and then the most of the game is told as a flashback. And I was like, oh, like, here they are using interesting, like, narrative techniques. And here's Kingdom Hearts, which, you know, takes all these movie stories and kind of weaves them into this original story in a really unique and strange way. And I was like, oh, I guess games are like have something interesting to do in terms of storytelling and that's when I really got back into games and that's when I started thinking that maybe like game writing was something that I wanted to do or that I could look into so that's what made me excited about this nice well that's cool I, I do have a uh, I do have a question now I got my, my mouth working correctly um for a game to really execute on a consistent tone, do you feel like it needs a really strong narrative, or does just everything else kind of feed into that tone enough that it doesn't necessarily have to have a narrative, or a very strong narrative, to create that tone for you? Um, I don't think it has to. For instance, um, <clears throat> I would say... Well, this is sort of a cheap shot. I was going to bring up Braid, because I think Braid doesn't have, like the strongest narrative but still does some narrative tricks that are really interesting like mm. the way it like the narrative itself the story that it tells is not a super interesting no you know what a better example is is um eternal darkness sanity's requiem it has a very mm. very standard story um it's it's basically like a cthulhu rising kind of horror thing um, but the things it does to tell that narrative and the way it works the narrative into the game is really different and really fascinating and 
just very, very cool. But but tone is still something that for you is very strongly linked to narrative rather than like the aesthetic and the other forms of the design around the game. No, it's still. I, I I think it doesn't have to be like I think like the bit trip games have a really strong tone and no mm. narrative to speak of necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, and I th- like I'm bad at those games, uh, so. But I like I respect them a lot, and I think they're really like right. really well designed games. And I would mm-hmm. play them if I if I you know had that much masochism. Um, <laughs> right. I was gonna cite like the Souls games as games that I feel like execute really well on tone, but don't really have a narrative that is easy to follow. Yeah. Um, yeah Dark Souls so. One was the first I thought of when I. Right. You know, exactly. I I, see, for me, I don't think of Dark Souls as from what I've seen of it, which admittedly, like, I haven't played it myself, so, you know, I don't have a full thing on it, but um, I don't think of that as having a really strong tone. Um, I Just because it's such a, like, a common fantasy trope kind of thing, I feel like uh, you almost often get more tone from games that are very abstract than, than games that are very, like, hacky-slashy sort of stuff, with exceptions being stuff like like, for, for what I think um, Dark Souls is going for, I would say Shadow of the Colossus does that but better. Um, in terms of it's a very much about exploration and sort of loneliness and the feeling of the world being, like, vast and not necessarily friendly to you. Like, it, I feel like that comes across really strongly um, in a game like Shadow of the Colossus, whereas from when I've seen people playing Dark Souls... I don't know, it's just so... It just seems very generic fantasy to me, so I don't get a strong feeling of Hmm. its own from it. We can definitely... We should... Like, this will probably be the thing I come back to talking about, like, every single week is going to be like, what was the tone of this game? So, like, I'm sure we'll get more into it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I'll I'll be recommending games that I think deal very well with tone and have a very strong voice and things like that, so... It may it may be that we're maybe defining tone differently or something yeah. and, and not realizing it until we start talking about other examples. Yeah, and yeah, that'll happen. We'll get we'll get there. I'm yeah. Sure. Um, I guess I'm next. So I'm Chris, or otherwise known as Thanarod, as the or a moderator of the Undefined Behavior forums uh, and in the play by play chat. Apparently, Kelso's cat really likes me because mm-hmm. that was the loudest that we heard of that cat once I started speaking. Awesome. Uh, I also host the Sunday Game Club stream on twitch.tv slash Thanarod every Sunday at 8pm, which is kind of a spin-off of play-by-play, but it's more chat-focused where we kind of discuss things in real time as a group rather than me trying to uh, impart any sort of expertise or knowledge that I have, which I don't normally. Um, uh, I guess other than that... We all kind of talked about our education. I'm still finishing up my degree and kind of working out that whole scenario, but I've uh, grown up with video gaming from a very, very young age. Uh, some, of, some of my, or in fact, most of my first memories as a small child, like two to three years old era, would be era. I don't know that that's an era, but um, yeah, would, be, <laughs> would be watching my dad play video games when I was that young. Um, and then occasionally being given a controller and then, like, running away screaming when I die at something. Um, One of those being Kingsfield, which you played. Yeah, that did happen. Exactly. So, so did your dad ever do the thing where he just gives you a controller that's not plugged in and lets you, like, pretend that you're playing? 
I don't remember that being a thing, but it, it could have been. I don't know, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's those are some of my earliest memories there. And so I've been gaming for a young age. He, I, I got my own computer to game on when I was seven or eight, and uh, had StarCraft on it almost immediately afterward. And um, also started on Dark Age of Camelot shortly after that, like also at a really young age. The first game that I ever played to completion was The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, and I don't know why I remember that, but I do distinctly remember that, like, I got to the end of that game, and that w I just realized that that's the first game that I ever finished on, on my own. Um, I tend to favor games with a strong narrative, although there are definitely some exceptions, like Dark Souls and, and games of that nature, and I also get sucked into competitive multiplayer games when I have too much time on my hands, so... I spent five years playing WoW throughout, like, middle school and high school, and I think I have several thousand hours spread across MOBAs and games of that nature, so. What kind of MOBAs did you play? Uh, I played League of Legends, ah. and I played, so I, I played the original Dota, like, as the mm -hmm. Warcraft 3 map, um off and on and then someday discovered League of Legends and just kind of never went back to other MOBAs like I tried almost every MOBA um, and now I'll play Heroes of the Storm but uh, I was playing League of Legends and like I would try Han and I tried Dota 2 and the other ones that were more Dota-ish and I actually prefer the design decisions they made in League so hmm. there's that but then I, I prefer now Heroes of the Storm, so that's what I play in now if I want to. Have you played Smite? Uh, Smite is actually one of the extremely few that I haven't played, but I've watched. So, like, I know how it works and everything, but I just haven't played it. Um, it seems you... sort of opposite of what I'd want, because I, when I'm playing a MOBA, I actually really like the whole top-down strategic kind of style of it, rather than mm -hmm. feeling like I'm playing WoW. <laughs> I, Smite is one of the few that I can stand among yeah. MOBAs because it's got um, action controls instead of click to move. Which right, which is exactly field. like the opposite of <laughs> what I want. Yeah, but a cool game, but I've never tried it because I can look at that and I'm like, yeah, you know, that's exactly what I don't want in my MOBA. Fair enough. Do you have, so aside from multiplayer, do you have like something specific that attracts you to certain types of games over others? Um. Oh boy. Not typically. Like I, I tend to. I'll gravitate toward any game that I think does something really interesting. But, like on the whole, I've spent more hours playing multiplayer games than I have playing single player games. Probably so I don't have like an incredibly long list of games that I've chosen to play, out of my own volition along the way um, the single player games that I do play or have played tend to be along the same lines of like just almost kind of your typical fantasy games for the most part um, minus the occasional one that just seems to do something really interesting like I'll be uh, like I picked up Ori in the Blind Forest and I played The Vanishing of Ethan Carter and um things like that as some recent examples so like I diverge from what I from the fantasy game norm now and then if I think that something's going to be really interesting but that's kind of where I normally sit 
I've also played first-person shooters like every Crisis game, but that's sort of a guilty pleasure sort of thing. I do also want to bring up, because you mentioned this uh, in another time when we were planning the podcast, and I think this is a really interesting thing about your game preferences, you don't like aesthetics that are not realistic. Yeah, that's true. Um, so that's something that would turn me off about games. And in fact, um, to some extent, is probably why I never finished Bastion. Like, I wasn't sucked in by the art style or the aesthetic or anything. And the narrative was okay, and the gameplay was okay. So then I just eventually put it down about, I would think, halfway through, because I played it for like four hours. Um, so yeah, there are lots of games that I've played and not finished as well. Um, which is maybe notable. I don't know if a lot of people do that, but I feel like that's like the story of my life. So <laughs> yeah, I, I play a lot of games for a couple of hours and put them down. Like I've never a notable thing about me, I guess, for most people is that I've played Portal for about an hour and never finished it. I just played it for about an hour, figured out, all right, well, this is what this game is about, and I don't really want it, and I put it down. That's fair. Your tastes are yeah. alien and fascinating to me. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm just sort of glad that I'm not the only person who started playing Bastion and just was like, yeah, okay, and then yeah, didn't finish exactly. it. I was just like, all right, I mean, uh, so I don't really need to play this anymore. Done. Um, finished that's... it, but I didn't think it was that great. It was okay. Yeah, I, that's not to say that I can't appreciate those games. Like, I objectively appreciate that Portal is basically amazing. Um, and I, I think Bastion does a lot of things really well as well. But just like that objective analytical appreciation for it doesn't necessarily translate into enjoying the game. Yeah. Bastion is, is not my favorite, but I did like it a lot. And I think that probably has some, for me, some positive things about tone mm-hmm. that, uh, that go in, into that whole thing. That's that's one that's sort of on my list of games to maybe revisit at yeah. some point in the future. Maybe we will consider it for one of our games for this. Maybe. That's yeah. not a bad idea. Off the top of my head, I guess a couple of my more recent favorites would be like Deus Ex Human Revolution would be one that I really enjoyed playing the crap out of. Um, and I was always, I spent I, apparently like 31 hours playing Divinity Original Sin with one of my friends and feel like I barely scratched the surface of that game but we haven't had time to sit down and play it since so that's kind of the spectrum of the games that I play is things that graphics try to emulate reality in some way and um, are either RPG-ish or otherwise heavily narrative in some way Oh man, I'm gonna make you play like Katamari Damashi at some point. And yeah! That's gonna be the exact opposite of what you just described. And I'm gonna cry. You can't, cry, you can't cry when that music's playing, though. That, you know what? I will say, really good music, uh, like a good soundtrack for a game, will push me through a lot of things. Like, I will sometimes move heaven and earth to play a game with a good soundtrack. Which you is should play Nier if you haven't played Nier. That's uh, one of my favorite games of this past console generation. And the uh, soundtrack is so good! I, I don't own this past console generation. I only have a PlayStation 4. And nothing else. Dang it! How yep. dare you? Oh well. I know. I'm the worst. Oh well. I guess you'll just never get to play near. It's uh, really I guess good. not. Well, I mean, someday it'll be emulated. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, probably. But yeah, so that's me. I don't know if you guys have any other questions for me. Otherwise, I will pass it off to Carl. Yes. I, yeah, I say pass it off. I guess. All right, Carl, you're up. So I'm Carl, 
and I'm from Sweden, so I'm from the other side of the world. Well, I grew up playing a lot of NES games, and I specifically remember going to my cousin's house, and we played two-player Contra. And uh, I don't even think we beat the first level. Did you know, I was so young. Did you know the secret Contra code? No, <laughs> I did not. <laughs> but, uh, it was so much fun. And uh, I have been playing games pretty much since. I really like the, the more gameplay-focused games, probably. Like, I usually bring up Super Metroid... In cave storying, mm. I really yeah. like the Metroid, the Metroidvania style of games. Yeah, I guess that's something that I didn't mention. I'm the sort of person who will value like the story and the narrative over the gameplay, and I think this is something we've talked about before, where you're kind of the exact opposite. Like I will play yeah. Beyond Two Souls and love it, and you would probably just not even touch that game. I would assume. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I like. I want the games to be fun, mostly. <laughs> and I'm, I don't really have fun when I feel like the control limits my gameplay. You don't have something. fun staring at Willem Dafoe's face? I love Willem Not Dafoe. Not really. Oh, oh, oh dang. <laughs> What's Willem Dafoe in? He's in Beyond uh, Two Souls. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. I never actually played Beyond Two Souls. Neither have I. There's something to be said for a good, juicy mechanic. I think that's that's yeah, totally sure. a reasonable thing to to want in your games. So, do yeah. you play? Is it just like that? It, it's a feel good mechanic, or are you the sort of guy who plays like massacre games that are like really really hard, like VVVV or Super Meat Boy? Or I've uh, played both VVVV <laughs> and Super Meat Boy. And I like them. Do you do like Binding of Isaac, Nuclear Throne? Uh, I was just going to say Binding of Isaac. No, I don't really. Okay. I mean, I played it like once or twice. But gotcha. I didn't aim to complete it or something like that. But I feel... Yeah. Nice. I, have... I do play some... I really enjoy a good story in the game, but... But it's not your, like, first priority. I mean, it, if it's not limited by other things... Hmm. Like, if if the gameplay doesn't come at the expense of the story. Or yeah, the other way around. Yeah, the other way around. Yeah, the other way around. Right. I would assume that you're the sort of person who really enjoyed playing Hotline Miami. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it got a bit dull in the later <laughs> parts, I think. Just a little too easy for you? Is that what you're saying, Carl? No, 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 no. no <laughs> but it's... It was too much of the same, I think. Yeah, I gotcha. Repetitive, yeah. I think feel like... Was, that might have been one of the things that, like, Shanbo talked about in his play, was that, like, yeah, after a while, like it starts to same. feel very, like, the same. Yeah, it's like listening to Dragon Force or something. Yeah. You guys are going to be totally over my head with music stuff. I'm not a okay. music person. That was that was an experiment, so now I know. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm like, I think I saw people talking about that from before, and I think 
that was a band? I think I know what that is. <laughs> I haven't listened to Dragon Force since I was like 16 or 17. It's been a while. I'm sorry. We have, we have derailed you, Carl. I'm <laughs> sure you have more to say about yourself. Do I have more to say? Do you have anything I to have say a... about Dragon Force? <laughs> Not really. Okay, that's fine. Continue. I have a degree in math and I work part-time with that. And I, the other time I study some courses in game design here. Yeah. Hmm. That's cool. Nice. Um, are you, so you said Sweden. Um, yeah. Are you then familiar with Swedish heavy metal band Hevel metal? Hevel. Heavy metal band Sabaton? Yes. Wonderful. <laughs> are there any... I, I can't say I do not really appreciate them. That's okay. I'm just glad that you're aware of them. That's all. <laughs> are there any like really interesting um, Swedish-based game companies that we should know about? Well, we're about to start a game. Yeah, our game for the next couple weeks is... Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Oh, it's look at Swedish. that. Look at that transition. Yeah. That would have been so smooth if we didn't mess it up. <laughs> no, it's fine. It, it would have been super <laughs> smooth, but like, I want to talk about the podcast like format before we talk about the game. Oh, okay, we can... fine. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Ruin but... that. So see, it, see if you Ruin can it. guess mm. between now and then what yeah. we might be playing that's mm-hmm. Swedish-based. <laughs> it'll, probably, it'll probably be like in the, in the podcast thread when I post it, so... So, <laughs> not that hard should guess. I like should I put it in like spoiler tags? Like, don't look at this until after you've completed the game in in the podcast to guess just, guess the game maybe game. Maybe if you just put the link at the top and then the description under it, people will click the link before reading the description. That's true. That's Perfect. probably what I'm gonna do. But... I do that sometimes. Yeah, but I can't I can't stop people from reading reading the post before. That's they... right, listeners. We are abusing your psychology. Yeah, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I feel like, like that's a this is like Stanley Parable, the podcast. Yeah. Oh, I wish I wish I was that cool. So now that I... we've discussed the format, uh, <laughs> it's it's Stanley Parable, the podcast, and that's that's about all we needed to know. Yeah, that's all you need to. That's all we need to tell you. We can figure it out. Um, just go push some buttons, I guess. And the podcast where we try and undermine your narrative expectations <laughs> for this podcast. Agency, you don't need that. All right. So, speaking of, do you want to talk about the format for this podcast? I suppose, yeah. Uh, And y'all chime in whenever, yeah. Super smooth. Um, So basically, we were thinking about doing this as, like, a video game book club. Um, We've already sort of got a lot of games going on with play-by-play, with Sunday Game Club, where we're all kind of experiencing the game secondhand and talking about it if we haven't already played it already. Um... And having those kinds of discussions. So I thought this would be a nice space to let everyone, if they want, I guess, I'm not going to like force you to play video games for us, uh, to actually... Yes, don't tell them that. Shh. To actually firsthand go through the game, form your own opinions, discuss in the forums, and then in two weeks we will get on here and we'll talk about our own experiences and we'll read the forum threads and you know, bring up notable things from your experiences that you posted about as well. Yeah, I think it's really worth uh, noting, and I think this has, like, been mentioned sometimes in, like, the play-by-play podcast and stuff, but the experience of playing a game can be very, very different from the experience of watching a game. Yes. 
um, especially if you're not right there in the room with a person, but just in general, um, sometimes, you know, the feel of the controls can be 90% of a game. And so it's, while, you know, play-by-play is great and Sunday Game Club is great and Let's Plays are, are awesome, there is something you miss. So it's a, I think it's great to have an opportunity that we can, we can all try it for ourselves and then actually talk from our own perspectives mm-hmm. about what we thought the experience was like. Yes, because just watching someone play Kingdom Hearts does not come across how horrible the jump is and how, how, yeah, how bad true. that feels. Um, <laughs> or that's how, true. Or how sweet the, the combat controls feel. That is my that, favorite that is thing true. about that game. Yeah, even though all you're really doing is hitting X, like it yeah. just feels really good to hit X a lot. Yeah. That's all you do the whole game. Yeah, that's, <laughs> but that's what's amazing about it, is that you hit You have X one button, and yeah. like it just makes you feel happy. And it makes you feel better and better over the course of the game because yeah. it feels pretty good to start with, and as you get more and pow- more and more powerful, it feels better and better to just hit X over and over. <laughs> crazier and crazier things start to happen when you hit X. It's ah, so good. They they did a really really nice job with the uh, sound design for that as well. Just that that Keyblade impacts and yeah. the and sound that happens sounds different as yeah. well. Yeah, and the sound that happens when you like defeat a boss, just that like. Like resonating, yeah, and then it all fades. And everything goes into slow yeah. motion. Yeah. Slow motion. Out. I always try and make sure that I'm in the middle of an attack when I hit the. This is the <laughs> really cool. So the, yeah, so that yes. the slow motion looks cool. Yes, I'm glad we have the those uh, priorities we looking cool, looking cool in a game for sure. Now that I have um, incidentally derailed the entire podcast <laughs> with my stream that I wasn't even talking about. Um, uh, we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> no, it's it's interesting that you point that out because, I I mean, Kingdom Hearts is a really great example where, just watching it, you wouldn't get those different feelings. But I do watch more games than I play lately. I think, and most of the time, I don't really feel like I'm missing anything from watching it instead of playing it. Like there are a couple, um, and I've used the example before for Ori and the Blind Forest. I watched Day 9 play it for like an hour and I was just like, you know what, this is something that I'm gonna, I'm missing something if I'm not playing this game. So then I bought it and I played it. But there are plenty of games that I think are genuinely good that I just watched instead of played, and like that was a conscious decision that I made based on like me feeling like I actually wasn't missing anything by not playing it. Um, I, I would compare it to it's like watching a movie in the theater versus watching the TV edit later, right? Yeah, like, you right. know that they cut some stuff, and you know that like it's not meant to be constantly interrupted by commercials. Um, mm-hmm. But if you're just if you're just sort of wanting to see what it's about and getting the general gist of it, like it's not substantially harmed by the fact that you're seeing it on TV. Right. Depending like, on the movie, so I yeah. guess it you know much like games depending on the game yeah yeah and that, that's but you a good comparison like people say like gravity is something that you absolutely had to see in theater and preferably in imax theater you know to get the full experience or whatever so some games are like that well yeah but gravity is basically like the crisis of movies like if you just <laughs> like crisis has nothing to watch but playing it is pretty cool yeah <laughs> yeah that's what i mean there's like extreme examples from, yeah. from different sides of the spectrum <laughs> I hate watching people play games that I really? don't have already played. Huh. That you have or that you haven't already played? That I have not. Ah. Interesting. Is it, is it because you, you 
you don't I you like, like really want to feel the feeling of the controls yourself or yeah i want to play the game huh and i feel like i can't play the game if i already watched it yeah that's fair yeah, that's I, interesting yeah like i know like if there's a game that i that i know i already want to play um, I will abstain from watching Let's Plays of yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. I do only play Let's Plays of, or watch Let's Plays of games that I've either A, already played, or B, don't intend to play. Yeah. So. I, I, don't, I don't really draw that distinction, except in the very rare case of something like Ori and the Blind Forest, where I watch a bit of it, I'm just like, you know what, shit, I need to just play this. Mm-hmm. Um, then, like, I'll stop, and I'll play it, and then I'll come back to watching it. But... Yeah, I'll definitely... Like, I don't mind... And I even don't mind, like, watching an entire game and then going back and playing it later or something. Like, it... That doesn't really bother me at all. Yeah, I mean, I'll watch after the fact. um, If I've, like, you know, if I avoided it and then played the game and then, like, gonna come back and watch it, that's totally cool. I guess it depends on what kind of game it is, too. Like, obviously, if it's a more narrative game, then... uh, If it's Probably a puzzle, it. it's a puzzle game. You also don't want to watch it because, yeah. you know, that uh, the puzzles. Nope. If it's a puzzle game, I'm watching it because f playing that ish. <laughs> I don't want none yeah. of that. Uh, That's the reason. It's the reason I didn't watch uh, uh, Sean Plot play Talos Principle. It's the same here. I feel like I might want to wa- might want to play that at some point. God yeah. no! Like I I watch Talos Principle and I just desperately want him to play more of it. And I absolutely do not want to play it myself. <laughs> like, I just, I want to get, like, the narrative experience, which I feel like you get from watching just as well as you get from playing. Yeah. And I do not want to puzzle solve for hours. So, that's just my preference there. For sure. No. Good to know. Yeah. So, yeah. So, the format, <laughs> the format is... Right, yeah. Let's uh, get back we're to gonna, that. Yeah, we're going to, like, pick a game, and then we'll have two weeks, right, to play it? Yep. Yeah. Two weeks. So everybody will have two weeks, and during those two weeks, you can play it, and then you can post on. Right now, we're using the the undefined behavior forums, undefinedbehavior.com/forums. And, and there will be a thread for this episode mm-hmm. for all of that discussion to go in. Yeah. So once you've played the game and you have your own thoughts and idea based on ideas based on your own playthrough. You come and talk to us about it on the forum, and then next time we record the podcast, we'll talk about our thoughts and your thoughts, and we'll announce what the next game is. Yeah. So there's no there's no game we're covering this week because we did we wanted to have an opportunity for everybody to know what the game is before we start playing it. Yep, and to give everyone a chance to play. So this is like specifically, Kyla really wanted to assign everybody homework. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Yeah. That was actually the wording thank, used. Thank so... you for reminding me about the homework, Sanerat. I will make sure that I'm oh yeah, to assign that. Yep. I've got it written down. It's 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 in the outline. It's on the roster. On the roster. Is yeah. The homework. <laughs> yep. So. Oh lord. Yeah. So speaking of the roster, I guess. So if you've ever wanted to feel like like if you're done with classes and you want to feel like you're in class again, this is the podcast for you. Yep. We are all about learning. But of course, we we don't we can't see you. We don't know who you are, so we won't be able to uh, tally whether you did the homework or not. Yep. Honor yeah, system. We were not taking <laughs> attendance. Yeah. Uh, well, or grading I mean, anything. I yeah. guess I guess I can sort of take attendance like once I get analytics up for this. I can see how many people... I can't see who's watching it, but I can see... Or listening, whatever. But I can see 
how many people are. So. And we'll see who talked on the forum. But you're not yeah. being graded. You're not being graded unless you would like a grade, in which case yeah. you, you ask are us being for judged. a grade. <laughs> you, if you ask us for a grade, we will be ha- more than happy to grade you and, and sit in judgment of you. It'll probably be an A+. I like giving out A-pluses, if you haven't noticed. The sort of people who ask for grades are generally the sort of people... I like giving the D. They're just barely passing. Yes, that's... Kelso got it. It's fine. We can can move on. It was... It was... Feedback for us after dark jokes. Are we... Are we... Are we... Have we really sunk to the point of innuendo already? (laughs) That was fast. I think it's kind of unavoidable. Yeah, it's unfortunately. I, I just fortunately, thought it was like necessary, like at least one innuendo per podcast. <laughs> I will keep I'm that in great. mind. We'll keep score. We'll keep score of how many innuendos per podcast. Yeah. It's yeah. like um and per person, and it's just we have to win. Yeah, it's like what what is it? Um, Breaking Bad had like one f bomb per season that they were just rationed. They had to <laughs> figure out where to put that f bomb. That's yeah, awesome. Important very important decision to make yeah i think i think putting the d where it went was ideal <laughs> i think I, I nailed that one nailed all it. right are you done yeah i'm totally <laughs> <laughs> cool all right well now that now that you know how we're handling uh the format and stuff i guess the next thing is to talk about the game that we're going to be playing for the next couple weeks. Have you uh, guessed what it is? I don't know. Maybe. Did probably not. Read, did you read the title yeah. of the forum post? Yeah. Did you read the the, the post and um, get spoiled on it? Sorry, that's your own fault for getting spoiled. Uh, it's not really a you spoiler. You probably didn't read anything, and I don't blame you. Reading is awful. Oh, I like reading. <laughs> wait, till I, we play, wait till we play a visual na- novel game for one of these. Yes! I, I, will, I will opt reading. to recommend another guest. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Oh yeah, that's another format thing. We may occasionally have guests on. True, yeah, um, once we... Uh... Like if we can maybe, if we play a game that Seanbo really likes and really wants to talk about, maybe he'll come be a guest. Or we've had some people on the forum saying that like they might be interested in doing a week here and there. Yeah, for sure. So... We can get some actual, you know, book club voices from people who are playing along. Yeah, so we, like, settle into a groove here. We are going to try and be your your most consistent hosts, though, as much as possible. Yes, although one of us has to get voted off the island to make room for another host (laughs) if that happens. Do we? I don't. Did we? Did we establish that? Does it? Is, does it have to be a vote? Can it be like pure fisticuffs? I was gonna say it could be a fight to the death if you prefer. Uh, but yeah. We need to bring you back after the guest is gone, so I don't think a fight to the death. No, if you exactly. if you lose the fight to the death, then they're just the new host. Yeah, they become they, the they, host. they eat your heart and they gain your hosting powers, and and that's it. You rip in peace. You'll be missed. Rip in peace. It's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yes. I was go. I was gonna go with um. Oh, what's the what's the 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 Japanese manga with the kids on the island that have? Oh, um, no, Is it Brothers: Tale of Two Sons? Oh, you did it. No, that was um. God, what is what is that? Battle Royale. Battle Royale. That's yeah. the one. I uh, did it. Yeah, that that's a thing that happens. Yeah, but um, similarly. Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Guess what? That's the game we're playing for the next is, two weeks. Is that a game um, about fighting to the similarly? death? It, it is a game about fighting to the death. Don't tell anybody. It's a secret. You gotta unlock that ending. It's actually not a secret. That's that's not an unlockable ending. Uh, 
to my knowledge. That's the only ending. And you don't wear <laughs> explosive collars in the game, to my knowledge, yeah. either. Oh, yeah. man, we should play 999. Oh, Dude, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, oh. That game is amazing. Anyway. It is a game. Yeah, that'll... Hey, sorry, you have explosive... Um, well, you have wristwatches and explosive bombs in your stomach in that game. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the, the wristwatches, like, poison you, I think. No, they can set off the bomb, I think. Oh, that's what it is, yeah. Or there's... I don't know. I know they have, like, little needles that come out and do something. I think they... I don't, whatever. It's been a long time since I played that. And a long time it's, since I played uh, Zero it's a, Escape. It's a, it's a, you will, you would absolutely hate this Tanarod because it is, <laughs> For a, sure. it is a visual novel puzzle horror game. Yeah, it's like anime, <laughs> anime style art with, with visual novel and puzzle solving. Like, absolutely the opposite of it your is, jam. It is so everything like, you hate like in Nance one game. It's like Drew game, but it is anime, is what you're telling me, is it is. Sort of. It's a. So, have you ever played any or seen any Escape the Room games? Uh, no. Okay, so it's a game where you're like in a room and there's like a small set of puzzles that you have to solve in that room before you can progress. Okay. Um, and so this is like a series of those where it's like a, a bunch of people trapped in this facility and they have to escape it, and so they go room by room. But like in between the rooms, when it's like the people talking to each other. Uh, and like trying to work out what to do and figure out how this crazy game is being organized and who kidnapped them and stuff like that. Those are all visual novel segments. Yeah. And it's got this like crazy horror theme, almost like this sort of saw. Is it no, not saw? What's the one where they're all trapped in a room and there's like that puppet guy talking to them through a video screen that's, or something? That's is that saw? isn't that saw? I think that's saw. I thought it was saw. Okay, yeah. I'm yeah, pretty sure that's saw. saw. So it's a little bit yeah, got a little bit of a saw vibe going on where it's like, you know, someone has kidnapped you all and trapped you and is forcing you to play this deadly game where like if you don't follow the rules exactly then like you can be exploded and it's, I guess, uh, it's yeah. very bloody and dark and yeah having having a soft game is a, probably a lot better like than having you know human centipede as your horror element yeah. uh yeah for sure especially if you're designing a game it makes sense for you know to have a game themed horror thing mm-hmm yeah, the, they even call it a game within the game. It's like yeah. the Nonary game. Yeah, the Nonary game. It yeah. involves math. Yeah, <laughs> sort of. It's yeah, like because like in order to go through, like certain people can only go through certain doors based on the numbers that are on their wristwatches and like the numbers that they add up to and stuff like that. And that's like your branching story is like, who do you go through the door with? Yeah. Oh. That was whew, tangent. Cool, but. Definitely. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's an exciting game that we probably won't be able to play, I think, because it's DS. Yeah. Um, but, like, that I feel like more people should know about, so I'm happy to, like, yeah. make sure it's I on record somewhere. I think you can emulate somewhere. DS. I you think can. that can happen. I totally have an R4 card in my DS, and I have totally played lots and lots of um, pirated DS games. Are you sure you want to put that in, in recording on the internet? <laughs> Nintendo not, doesn't. Nintendo doesn't care about our podcast. Not, not pirated, <laughs> um, bought and then watched? Question mark. Something like that. You did yeah, a thing that obviously. was totally legal. For sure. Al- allegedly pirated. Yeah, yeah. I um, I did not have relations with that pirated video game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Fun fact: There's a like a a literal physical escape the room um, that is operated kind of near me where you can go and you you have the whole escape the room challenge but like in real life 
What? I've always yeah. wanted to do one of those. There were like a couple of them in LA, I think, and I never got a chance to. Yeah, I, I need to do one of these. In Seattle too, and I've always wanted to try that. I didn't even know that was yeah. a thing. Like all I know about is like, like the zombie mall that's somewhere in like Europe or something. There, it's just like this gutted mall, and they're like, have a bunch of people that are pretending to be zombies, and can you survive in the zombie mall? Yeah, I'm looking at their website now, and it's you. You can be trapped inside of an apartment with up to ten people. Uh, you can perform a bank heist with up to twelve people. Oh, that's awesome! Uh, that sounds yeah, like right? so much fun. <laughs> uh, and you can get uh, you have to escape a rec room with up to eight people in sixty minutes. I like this this concept of like this menacing rec room that you have to escape at yeah. all costs. <laughs> oh no! It, it, the the tagline there is, everybody wants to get out of the 80s. Now with the help of seven others, you can really escape the 80s by getting out of the rec room. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Yeah, uh, they're anyway, trying real hard. We oh. are so off topic. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep tangent. I'm gonna keep tangenting. Cool, go for it. Tangenting one quick thing before we go. In case you didn't already know, Kelso, there is a sequel to 999. I have played it, yes. Um, which I have is not yet 10, played, 10, and I'm 10? excited. It is not. It's no, it's, completely it's uh, Zero Escape, Virtue's Last Reward. Unfortunately, it ends that on a cliffhanger. Like a at all. <laughs> it ends on a cliffhanger, and, like, I don't know if that developer, like, is going to be able to make any more of those games. Like, Oh, no! Like, it was a while ago, like, the guy... Um, the guy who was, like, in charge of the series was like, yeah, I don't know if, if they're gonna let me make... Oh no, Kitty, what are you doing? Stop doing that, Kitty. They're like, I don't know if they're gonna let us make any more of these games. Sorry, guys. So that's oh, no. really disappointing, like, in the, face of, in the face of a cliffhanger ending. I just ending. learned about this sequel, like, the other day, and I'm, I was, like, super excited about it, but now <sighs> I don't know if I should play it if it's, like, horribly, <laughs> it's, horribly it's, cliffhanger. It's still worth playing. Like, the puzzles are fun. Okay. Um, and... There are some returning characters. Ooh. So. Yeah, no, I did see in the trailer that, uh, that Clover is there. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so yes, now back to Brothers. Yeah, back to Brothers. Brothers is the game that we're going to play. Um, so it was developed by a Swedish studio, uh, Starbreeze Studios, and it's a game where you play two brothers and you control them both. One of them is one thumbstick and the other one is the other thumbstick. Um, and basically... I, don't know, I pitched the game, so like because I pitched it, I'm going to talk about it now. Um, intriguing to me was the way that it um, basically there's just no dialogue. It just tells a story pretty much entirely environmentally. Kitty, oh my god, what are you doing? Um, and also the way that it uses uh, mechanics to reinforce the narrative. Like I said, you know, one player is one thumbstick, the other player player character is the other thumbstick. I think you can do local co-op. I don't know. Whatever. Um, I mean, that sounds reasonable to just both have one hand on the controller. Yeah. And, you like uh, one hand on the controller, the other... Especially if one person is left-handed, though. Yeah. And you just, like... Wow. Well, I don't you're, think like, that's sort of for thumbsticking. Yeah. I mean... Well, how else we would all you, like, with our your hand, hand would bump into the other person's hand? I'm just imagining, like, two people, like, sharing a controller and just, like... Got their free arms just around each other, just like <laughs> in front of a fireplace or something, playing this game. <laughs> that would be cute. Um, I feel like playing it in co-op with like one person controlling each thumbstick would probably make the game a lot easier. 
It might, because it is, uh, it's, I, I feel it's like that would weird be to get used yeah. to. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Um, so for, for the listeners, uh, the stuff that we're discussing now, the idea of, like, the, um, you know, the, the influence of the mechanics on the narrative and the di- lack of dialogue, these are suggested topics for the forum. This is yeah. probably part of what we're going to be talking about next week. So, like, if you have stuff to say about that, we encourage you to post. But it's not required topics by any means. If yeah. you have something else you would really that you really noticed about the game that you want to talk about, you can also post that. It's sort of a jumping-off point, I guess yeah. you'd call it. Mm. So, yeah. Was there was there more to the jumping-off points that you wanted to talk about? Um, I don't know. Not really. I. It's just one of those games that like I played it, and I didn't really have anyone to talk about. <laughs> the game with like I just played it by myself and then didn't discuss it with anybody. So now that there are people that I can discuss it with, pff, let's do this. Yeah, I'm into it. Let's do this. So, yeah. Also, I think it's just a really beautiful game. The art is uh, fantastic. It's very whimsical, and uh, I'm I enjoy that kind of whimsy. So, does anybody else have anything they want to say about it? No, I've never played, played it. it I'm, right? I'm excited. Oh yeah, we should go over like whether we've played it or seen it or how much we know, so we have like a starting point. For, yeah, like, I, I've never played it. I know it vaguely. Um, I've never watched it, so I'm I'm going to be starting kind of new. I purchased it in 2013. Uh, I must have been on a really good sale, and I knew that I would w- play it eventually someday. So I bought it a long time ago. There you but, go. Uh, never opened it. Um, the curse yeah. of Steam. I yeah. played a bit of it, then I turned it off. <laughs> when you say a bit, like how roughly, like an hour, like five minutes? Yeah, probably like an hour and a half. Okay. Alright, yeah, and I have, I'm with with uh, Chris, I haven't played it at all, and I've, I've, like, I know of it, I know it was pretty critically acclaimed, and people had some, like, really interesting things to say about it, but, like, I, I know very little of the details, which is how I like to go into a game, preferably. I like to be, like, a blank slate. If at all possible. Yeah, it's interesting, uh, Carl. If you've played like an hour and a, an hour, hour and a half, because it's not a very long game. Yeah. <laughs> so, <I know. laughs> so you're probably like halfway through it or something. Uh, let's how see long how... ago did you play it that much, though? It was like a year ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you just kind of start fresh. Yeah. It's... Out of curiosity, what what caused you to put it down? I thought it was very good. Can you get more specific than that? I don't know. It just felt uh, it was a pretty story, but yeah, it's a pretty like I would call it a low impact game for sure. Huh. Okay. I feel like most puzzles are the same, and the way you get forward in the game is the same. Okay. Well, too much I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we'll see how we'll see what we think. Yeah, maybe next time. Hopefully, next time we can do like a more gameplay heavy game, so that so that you're not just like slogging through these narrative experiences for the rest well, of forever. Brothers, <laughs> yeah, next time we're I gonna think be playing it's kind of a gameplay heavy game. Yeah, but the gameplay, I will agree with you. There's not a whole lot of variation to it. Uh, anyway. This is like discussion, discussion. Yeah, well, we'll get into that <laughs> when we're actually talking about the game. For yep. sure. 
So that's that. Uh, Kyla, reading homework. Do you want to talk right. about that? Yeah, so sometimes, um, not all the time, but if I have something that I think is particularly relevant or anybody else does, um, we might also assign like recommended readings of, you know, or, or watchings if we have like videos that we think people should check out or stuff like that. Um, and I wanted oh. to make sure that we kicked off with, um, uh, I want to make sure I get the title exactly right. So I'm going to, I'm going to look up the paper right now. No, don't just look. It's a Henry Jenkins article and it was written, uh, like, was it like at, 2002? Least a, at least a decade. Yeah. I was gonna say a little over a decade ago now, uh, game design as narrative architecture is the full title. And you can just Google that and Google Henry Jenkins. Um, and that article, like the PDF of it, should come up like really yeah. quickly. Um, I'll post there a link too. Yeah. There will totally be a link. Yes. On the forum and preferably also in the description on the SoundCloud, I think. Yeah. Look at um, how hashtag prepared we are. Super yeah. hashtag prepared. Um. So yes. So this is this was kind of one of the foundational um, essays on game narrative, just in terms of like helping people think about. Like, it's not like nobody had ever had these thoughts before, but Henry Jenkins is very good at sort of articulating things and putting them in, you know, in like a neat bullet point list kind of thing. This is about thinking about the narrative of games as spaces and moving through those spaces and how space relates to narrative in games. And he breaks it down into several different categories of the way you can do this. Take the article with a little grain of salt because, like I said, it was written like over a decade ago at this point. And especially the part in the introduction where he talks about like lodologists versus narratologists, like that was like a really big academic debate that happened like over 10 years ago and nobody cares about now. Yep. Um, so, like, that's that part is kind of completely irrelevant now, but he's, he still says some very interesting things. And, well, since I haven't played Brothers yet, I don't know if it's directly relevant to Brothers. I feel like this will be relevant to a lot of the games that we end up playing. And it's a really good thing to read if you're interested in game narrative and sort of um, spatial design in general. So I think that would be a good kickoff reading for everybody to start with, and I would recommend taking a look at it. Yeah, definitely does sound like a good sort of place to start. And it's Henry Jenkins, and he is like really good at just writing things in a sort of... Um, readable, understandable way, because like a lot of academic texts can be really dense and unpleasant to slog through. I know I've written two different <laughs> theses on like theses, theses on uh, on game narratives, so I've had to like slog through some like narrative uh, format textbook stuff, and that's and it can be super super painful. But Henry Jenkins is not one of those people. He writes a lot of books for popular press, so he's pretty good about just like writing in a way that you can read without feeling like you want to shoot yourself in the face. Are you nice. sure it's not thesi? Theses, I think. I'm pretty okay. Theses sounds right. right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was trying to make a joke, but then you took it really well, seriously. Well, you know, I I looked it up once and I found out that the like the actual grammatically correct from its origin language plural of penis is penis. Yeah. I swear to god. That's actually it. I think I've I've I remember reading that at some point as well. It's not important sure why you looked at up. It's important to know these things. Also, people think the plural of uh, octopus is octopuses, but it's actually... Uh, sorry, they think it's uh, octopi. Um, yeah, but... It's, but it's, actually, it's, it's actually octopuses or octopodes. 
Yeah. Your moral Octopodes? Fashion. Octopodes. Which is great. It's, yeah, because of like the, uh, is it, the is etymology. It no, it's, like, it's, it depends on whether it's from a Latin or a Greek origin based on the word. Yep. And, and what so is cactus cacti- from? Cacti- I guess cactus is Latin, so it's cacti, but octopus okay. is Greek, so it's octopodes. Um, yep. Well, that's absurd. <laughs> I, I, have, I have the fact. distinct feeling that Webster will, will say that it's octopi. They would well, probably say octopuses, I would guess, because that's yeah. the Englishification of it. Um, really? Either way, Webster's not my dad, so <laughs> call it whatever I, I mean, want. That's maybe true. Uh, I will. I will say this. That would be for, interesting. As, as Plural: as, octopuses or octopi. Octopodes in, is not even there. Incorrect. That is Wrong. incorrect. It's plural. Webster. Screw Webster ain't my dad. I already said that. <laughs> you, and, uh, you and my daddy. I, I will say I will say this as a belated part of my introduction. I am chock full of wonderful, bizarre animal facts. Yeah. So, so periodically, I will probably drop some sweet animal knowledge on you guys. That's my thing. <laughs> I'm into well, it. I have to say, on this Webster thing, the first comment that you get is that octopi is an is Incorrect. excruciating barbarism. Which should not appear in any respectable dictionary. Yeah, because you're putting a, you're putting a, a uh, like un you're putting a Latinate ending on a Greek word that in a way that like is just sort of falsely trying to sound educated kind yep. of thing. You're just Frankensteining them together. And yeah. it's it's an abomination. Yep, and so this is now the Language Force podcast, and we are actually going to analyze dictionary <laughs> entries instead of video games. Dude, I'm into Sorry, that. Guys. I, You know, when I was, like, in high school, I was actually thinking about, like, going to school to study etymology, but then I realized that that would, like, just put me in academia forever, and no thanks. Yeah, it's one of those things that you learn in order to teach other people. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you don't actually no apply it to anything. <laughs> you just sort of enter this endless loop of academia. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And I don't I really. Kind of, I kind of love things like that though, which is terrible. <laughs> That's okay. Like, I, I just really, mm. I really relate to like when uh, Sean Bo was talking about, um, like how he's really attracted to formalism and like trying to come up with definitions for things because that was all we did in grad school was like argue about the definitions of things and like it's super not productive but it's so fun. <laughs> right. It's not productive, but it's certainly, like, fulfilling. Yeah. You feel, like, really classy and, like, educated and, and smart when you do it, but in, in practice, it can often be detrimental because it, like, derails <laughs> the discussion. And ruin friendships. Well, that too. Um, <laughs> but it, like, it, it forces things into unnecessarily strict definitions, and that, like, usually excludes people from stuff or excludes things that you might want to consider later. And, you know, like, it's it's not just that it's, like overly academic and fussy it like can actively be detrimental but it's just fun to do like dang <laughs> i know That's this okay. is bad for me but i like it so much feels so wrong but it's right, well. feels so right <laughs> exactly kyla addicted to formalism yep shambo and i could write a paper we were going to write a paper together at one point, not on formalism. On but then like, did you start arguing about definitions and it didn't happen? No, we were in grad school, so neither of us had time. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. I really wanted you to start arguing about definitions and then <laughs> couldn't write the paper because you wanted to use different words all the time. No, I think he and I, he and I like, line up. I, so this is like, 
this is going to be like a, a come off as probably a braggy thing, but I love listening to play by play because it makes me feel so vindicated sometimes. Because <laughs> Sean thinks in like very, very similar ways to how I do. I mean, it makes sense. We both had the same education. Uh, right. So, like, every time he, like, says something or observes something, I can be like, oh, yeah, I was just thinking that. Or, like, yeah, that lines up exactly with how I think about it. And then I feel, like, really smart. <laughs> that is that is a good feeling. I, I That's happened to me a couple times. I'm like, I, yes. I actually get that pretty frequently um, for Sean Bo and Sean P, thankfully. I, I get the same sort of feeling like, often, so that's nice. Like people who are smart agree with me. Yes, this is the best day of my <laughs> <Exactly>. life. <laughs> well, that's good to know I'm not alone. Oh yeah, for sure. All right, so we talked about the game. We talked about we did do that. the homework. So I guess now all we've got to do is um, plug things. Plug. Uh, let's see. We got the forum uh, undefinedbehavior.com/forum. There will be a thread for this. Um, kitties, please stop. Oh my god, what are you doing? <laughs> your, your cat decided the podcast needed thunder sound Right. <laughs> no, he found yeah. a bag. I don't even know where you found the bag, kitty. Where was that? Uh, okay. Uh, I'll try to keep him occupied so he doesn't go back there. Uh, undefinedbehavior.com slash forum. There will be a thread. You might have reached this podcast by that same thread that I'm referring to. Uh, that's cool. So... <laughs> play the game and then tell us what you thought there or like just join us for discussions that we're already having if you feel like you have something to say yeah or or if you feel like you have nothing to say just drop in and say like hey i played this with you guys and i'm looking forward to the next podcast just so we know you're listening and we can yeah. say hey we can yeah we can all just say hey hey hey, yeah. hey i'm super excited for this to be like a really collaborative process so like yeah. i think the more people we can get to to post on the forums and to talk about this with us the better cuz i really want this to be like a book group where we all have our own thoughts and we all like discuss our different i'm like, super excited for the internet to happen and the thread that you post will literally just have exclusively the word hey as <laughs> Oh. For a long time. Oh gosh, I you know actually I have I have like forum admin stuff now too, so I can just delete those. Hey well, yo, but I'm not but I'm not going it's a to. New, if it's a new person <laughs> each time, censorship. I'd be okay with that actually. Yeah, as then it shows us who all is listening to the podcast. That's true. They get the jokes. They get the uh, just super. Wants to take attendance, like super... she just wants to be a class. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just an academic at heart. Really. <laughs> like, let's be honest here. That's. I mean, I went to grad school because I like being in class. Attendance oh, is like thirty percent of your grade, so bear that in mind, your, please. Of your non-existent grade. Of your, of your, like I... totally. We like you, so you get attendance, a good grade. Attendance <laughs> is is a is minus five percent of your grade. Commentary is three hundred and two percent of your grade, and the reading homework is pi percent of your grade. Whoa! That's how that's how the grading rubric is. As a, as All this right. is, as this is our syllabus. So the podcast. rubric gets to about three hundred percent. Yes. With you know with a, a, an infinitely infinitely repeating decimal. Yes. Right. Yeah. All right. I, minus or times times i, so it's I times i. I mean, don't want to be. Yeah, I don't want to be one of your TAs. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't want to grade against that rubric. Yeah. I don't. Oof. Well, well, oh boy. All, all the, because it's times i, all of the grading is irrational anyway. So. Okay. All right. I maybe uh, I can live with the that. Puns. Yeah. We did need a pun. Yeah. Uh, apart from the forum, there's also a Twitter. Just for like updates and stuff, we can follow us there at Feedback Force. 
that's pretty much all you need to know. Um, we have our own individual Twitters. Mine we is have, Kelso sorry. Time Bomb. What we is... have, as, as part of the Feedback Force Twitter, we have a sweet logo that Kelso designed for us. Yeah, I did, I did a little bit awesome. of... Also a little bit of stuff for the Sunday Game Club too. I keep yeah. forgetting to plug that, but oh, like this fine. is as, as good an opportunity as any that she did all the Sunday Game Club stuff. So yay, Kelso is awesome. Yeah, oh, so go, go look at that stuff and appreciate it. Yeah, and, and also, also follow us how, artistically. How awesome she is. Yeah, so, so you can be on top of things. Yeah, so at feedback force. Yeah, uh, my things if that's your thing. Yeah, it's all right. We need we need more sauce in this podcast, I guess. <laughs> Uh, we need more sass in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Twitter is uh, at Kelso Time Bomb. You can follow me, guys. What's your Twitters, guys? Mine is at Tyla underscore Go. Nice. Mine is okay. at Skug Four. Even though you're Skug Three on the forums, which is confusing. Yeah, it's a bit confusing. Okay. Yeah, I'm at Thanarod, which is the same thing that I am basically everywhere. And it's, yep. so that's it's A-O-O, right, for the vowels, because I always think it's A-A-O when I'm typing it. Thanorod, yeah. Yeah, Thanorod, yeah. not Thanorod. Correct. Yes. Yep. And we're also linked, like, our individual Twitters are linked on the podcast Twitter. So you don't have to worry about spelling things correctly, because <laughs> who does yes. that? Yep. Yeah, because people spell my name wrong all the time. It happens to me continuously. How do you spell your name wrong? Uh, people spell it Kayla, usually. They put an extra um, A in there. What? Oh, yeah, perfect. That makes sense, obviously. Does that happen every time you go to a Starbucks? Uh, sometimes. I mean, sometimes I just go with my last name. So oh, okay. That's, although, that's also... that. So, I got married last summer, like, almost a almost little less than a year ago now. Um, and I am still getting used to using the new last name. Ah, I see. And my, my, my old last name was easier to spell than my new last name. So. Well, that's just because your new last name presumably sounds like an adjective that is spelled differently. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So It's Fury, by the way, for people. That's, which is why I changed. I wasn't going to change uh, my last see, name. Like, I wasn't sure how worried you were about having like your full name on the internet. So I, I, I am, but, you know, screw it. I mean, I guess Sean Bouchard and Sean Plott. Both yeah. do, and they're not people, dead. So like, people want to people want to fight me. They can tweet me. Yeah, and I mean, my Twitter has my full name, so like, Evit, it's fine. Yeah, I, yeah. I think my full name is listed on my Twitter, so it's not like anybody couldn't find it. It totally is. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, so it's uh, yeah, so it's Fury, but it's spelled with an extra e, so it confuses people. A lot of people say Fury. Not like how you say an extra e, as it. I mean, there's there. It's just spelled with an e. It's not additional e's. <laughs> <laughs> it's spelled with all of the E's in the English language. Um, but yeah, I wasn't going to change my name because I, you know, I'm very feminist and like pro women keeping their name. But I had the opportunity to have the last name Fury, and people yeah. thought their last name to be Fury. So I would take it. I have I have this idea of like in the future if I get married of like we just I just want to find someone who is cool with just making up a cool last name with me like. Not nice. not taking his name, not taking my name, just make up something awesome. So maybe maybe someday in the future I'll be like Kelso Thunderpunch. <laughs> that would be awesome. I would love that. I support that. <laughs> All right. All right. So you can email Kelso at Kelso Thunderpunch. <laughs> <laughs> and if you 
Kyla, because you're such an academic, I hope it is your life goal to become the director of something. <laughs> to be director Fury? Yes. It has, yeah. It has occurred to me. There's so any any title sounds good. Doctor Fury. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's got to be Director Fury. Like it has to be. Too many people like I do, I don't want to I don't want people to ever think that like that you're uh, part that, of the that, Avengers. That, like... Well, no, that I'm like intentionally like cribbing from the comic book. Like people are always like, oh, if you have a son, you should name him Nick. And I'm like, no, if I have a son, I'm gonna name him Griffin. Because Griffin Fury is a badass name, and he could grow up with that name, and then people wouldn't think he's copying a comic book character. That sounds like a, <laughs> like a really ridiculous video game character who's like ultra full of himself, but also can just decimate the entire world. Yeah, <laughs> the arrogance will be exactly. earned. This is that's that's bait. I mean, I could see a less angsty but more angry Riku being named Griffin Fury. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's if Riku spent to... less time whining about, you know, secretly being in love with Sora, he doesn't actually whine about that, but you know. Yeah, yeah if, he, if he just spent less time being whiny in general and more time being awesome, he could be named Griffin Fury. Fury. Yeah. I'm just saying, all I really want in life is to have a silver-haired Bishonin son. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, All right, everybody. I think, <laughs> I think we've done our show. everything yeah. we, we came here to do today. No, no. Do we do we want to plug the streams? Uh, I mean, I, isn't it is it just one stream? Like, I don't mean to say make that sound bad, but like, I I think I'm the only one. Well, at play or play by play as well. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, obviously. Like, okay. And I guess we could plug day nine. Not that he needs any help. From yeah, us, right. Since I think we all sort of trickled down from him. Pretty much. But, yeah, uh, I mean, if you just Google day nine, that'll get you everywhere you need to get with that. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> play, by, play by play is Sean's stream every Wednesday night at nine. Nine, 9 p.m. That being, that being Sean Bouchard. Yes, yeah, Sean Bouchard. Not the other one. Sorry, Sean Bo. Sean Bo is the nickname that I gave Sean Bouchard in college because we had like three or four Sean's. Ah. Uh, and so when I had to refer to Shanbo, it was always Shanbo. Um, so. <laughs> and I and Shanbo, I call him Shanbo. Yeah. And now he is Queenbo. So. Yeah. That's true. After playing Royal. He's so. ascended. So that uh, is Twitch.tv/ifndef, which is I F N D E F. Yep. And then Sundays. You want to talk about Sundays? Sunday, yeah, Sunday, so Sunday. There's the Sunday Game Club at Twitch.tv/thanarod. Uh, that is every Sunday at 8 p.m. Pacific, just like Sean Bo streams at 9 p.m. Pacific. Uh, and we also play games and talk about it, but mine is much more like chat focused and chat heavy, and we try to discuss the game while we play it. Um, so yeah, there's that. You're on it. Playing Kingdom Hearts, but we yeah. we're not playing Kingdom Hearts next week. I haven't quite decided, but we are playing next week. I might do like Alan Wake or something for a run. Alan Wake would be interesting yeah. because that's a game that I have played and I enjoyed playing it and I have no desire to ever play it again. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking, you know, I, I don't know. I didn't have a desire to play it again, but I did really enjoy it. Um, but it's been a very long time since I played it, so I'm thinking I might do that just for funsies and then go back to Kingdom Hearts. We've been playing Kingdom Hearts. That hence all the Riku jokes. Yeah. yeah. So if you're if you have been watching or will watch in the future playing Kingdom Hearts and you want to come discuss. Riku whining about being in love with Sora on the forums. Or just being a whiny to... man in general. <laughs> yes, you can come to uh, undefinedbehavior.com slash forum 
which is the forum for all three of these things, for play-by-play yep. -play and uh, Sunday Game Club and Feedback Force. I Hooray. promise you won't be confused. It is not a disorganized list of, <laughs> um, you know, unordered threads or anything like that. It's perfectly well put together. No false, no false promises. <laughs> eventually, uh, someday, we hope that it will not be that. Eventually, someday. Uh, eventually, someday. I'm working on it, but we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully, by the time it gets large enough that you can't just find a thread by looking for it, by that time, it will be well-organized. Yes. That is yeah. hopefully the thing. Okay. <laughs> that, is, that is our stated goal, and we're sticking to it. For sure. All right, well, is that it? Is there anything else we want to talk about? I think we covered all the stuff. I mean, we're in an interesting position when the host asks if that's it. Uh, we're we're all hosts. It's just it is just uh, Kelso is the alpha host. I do the alpha. If if you uh, are listening to this podcast and you can think up a really cool slogan for feedback force that you want to suggest in the forums or tweet at us, tweet some tweet some cool uh, catchphrase suggestions for feedback force. Yeah, we could use a catchphrase. We definitely at, could. At feedback force, tweet to us. Yeah. We 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 love you, and we we want to hear from you and discuss things with you guys. Yes, and we look forward to hearing from you and seeing what you have to say about brothers. And Kyle brothers. is really excited to see the result of your homework. So don't yeah. forget that. <laughs> yeah. Don't homework screw it up. Homework yeah. is due at the uh, at the start of Jeez. it at the podcast. Mm hmm Make sure you have it ready to hand in. Yeah. Professor Fury. <laughs> Professor Fury does not accept late work. Exactly. <laughs> oh lord. All right, I think your cat is saying goodbye. Oh yeah. So. All right. Well, thanks everybody. Yeah. Thank yep. you for listening, and we will see you in two, two weeks. weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Or we or we're Thank just you. gonna see you every Wednesday and Sunday because that's a thing that's probably happening. Yeah. So. But you know. Two weeks from today. Well, this will probably be posted tomorrow, right? Uh, I'm gonna try to have it up tonight, but we'll okay. see. So that'll be whatever. We're gonna be back on the second. Yeah, the we're second gonna be recording of a again month. on the second, and then on the second of June, and it will be posted either probably that night or the next day, yeah. um, unless you know meteor strikes. Yeah. Which it could. I mean, we don't know. It, yeah, that's always a possibility. Is, is, is Sephiroth in this game? Because. I, can we mod that in? Can we like put put in a Sephiroth? Brothers, a tale of three sons. Mm. Um, just saying. <laughs> we are playing the brothers to Sephiroth. <laughs> yeah. The biggest twist in gaming history. Yeah, we gotta we gotta stop our evil brother, man. Yep. All right, that's the plot of the game. We'll discuss that on the forum. Cool. Uh, over the next two weeks. Sorry for spoilering it, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> We have the whole thing is like saving Aries, actually. Oh well. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.